You're listening to the Quince podcast. For class 12 students who are caught between the pandemic and board exam results that determine the future of their higher education, CBSE has finally revealed its alternate evaluation method that will replace exams. As we know, the cancellation of class 12 board exams was announced earlier on 1st June with Prime Minister Narendra Modi himself saying that the safety of students was of utmost importance. But what remained unclear until now was how the CBSE planned to declare the board results with what they described as a quote-unquote well-defined objective criteria in a time-bound manner. As it turns out, the objective criteria is slightly complex. Two weeks after the Supreme Court tasked the CBSE to come up with an assessment method, the board proposed a 40-30-30 formula and this formula will include the past performance of the students in classes 10 and 11 along with the internal assessments in class 12. And Attorney General K.K. Venugopal also said that the CBSC class 12 results will be declared by 31st July 2021. While that is the plan for CBSC students, for ISC students it's also largely similar. Instead of evaluating students' performances over the last three years, the board will be taking into account the performances of the last six academic years. And these proposals were also accepted by the Supreme Court on 17th June, which only had one more requirement to add. The court told the boards that the evaluation methods must also include a provision for dispute resolution in case students want to correct their final results. But what do schools and school students have to say about this proposal? For this episode, we got in touch with four students, Mehak Jain and Samid Anwar from Delhi's Tagore International School, Shreyas Pandey from Delhi's Gyan Bharti School, Arif Sani from Orchid School in Pune, and we also spoke to Lakshmi Kumar, the founder-director of Orchid School, and Nikita Lamba, a political science teacher in Delhi's modern public school. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Shalbury. So let me begin with the fine print of the marking formula and how exactly this 40-30-30 method will work. Firstly... This evaluation scheme will only be applicable in the theory portion, not practicals. Now, for the 40% bit, it's been proposed that the theory marks of each subject will be calculated using 40% of the marks that the students scored in the internal examinations for class 12, be it pre-boards or unit tests or midterm examinations. But the decision on which exams to consider for this marking will entirely depend on the result committees that will be formed in all schools. And the result committee members will include the school principal, two senior most teachers from the school and two external class 12 teachers teaching at a nearby school. So it's entirely possible that different result committees may take different decisions on how to evaluate this. And just to also read out one line from the board's notification, it says, and I quote, if the committee may be of the considered view that the pre-board exams may be taken into consideration, then a full weightage can be given to that component. Similarly, another school result committee may decide to give equal weightage to pre-board exams and midterm exams. End quote. Now moving on to the next 30%, that will be calculated from the marks scored in the class 11 final exams that was conducted by the schools. The calculation for this will be based on the scores in their respective subjects from the theory exams written in the previous academic year. And now for the remaining 30%, that will be calculated on the basis of what students scored in the class 10 board exam results. 
and for this bit, the average of theory component of the best three performing subjects out of the five main subjects in class 10 will be considered. And as for practicals, those will be marked on the basis of actual marks scored by the students in practicals or internal assessments for class 12 as conducted by the schools. We also have an FAQ on the Quint website that you can check out for any other questions that you might have regarding the marking scheme. You can also find the link to the story on this episode show notes. But what is the student's take on this marking scheme? Are they satisfied or do they have any concerns? We got in touch with four students and got a mixed bag of responses on the evaluation scheme. But the one common concern that stood out was regarding the inclusion of class 11 scores. Arif Sani, a student from Pune's Orchid School, says that he's largely happy with the evaluation method, but would have preferred if class 11 scores were not included in the scheme. I honestly feel that the marking criteria that CBSE has come up with is, is pretty uh, fair. And although I would have preferred the, if they're not considered 11th marks, because that's when students usually uh, relax a bit and uh, focus on their extracurriculars and co-scholastic activities. Um, but it's good that they took the 10th grade marks as well because that was more of a centralized exam. And the problem with just considering 12 internals is that there are a lot of factors that you have to consider, like, you know, inflation of marks by schools. So um, I'm pretty happy with the marking system they've come up with, although I would have preferred that they did not take the 11th grade marks. Mehak Jain, a student from Delhi's Tagore International School, also raises similar concerns about including class 11 marks. She's also worried about how different evaluation standards in different schools will impact students' marks differently. So I believe, uh, I mean, it works different for different students, right? For me specifically, I would say it is not the perfect criteria. Hmm. Considering that uh, 10th marks, still everybody scores well in both. Hmm. But when you look at 11th, hmm. the difficulty patterns of papers of all schools and uh, the same goes for pre-both and internals as well. Hmm. It's just uh, very different. Hmm. I mean, because we solve papers from every school and we see the difficulty levels ranging from moderate to very, very difficult. I see. So, uh, I believe that taking 11th marks in consideration hmm. is not the best thing because, uh, because there are internal exams and a lot of students go bad in 11th CBSE. It's like, it's a standard now. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would bring down the overall performance of students who would be able to score much higher in a board exam as compared to their school exams. Shreya Pandey, a student of the science stream from Gyan Bharti, says that considering class 11 marks might hamper the overall score for science students. This, he says, is because the difficulty level in science subjects make a significant jump from class 10 to 11, which may often deteriorate students' performances in class 11. Actually, you know, I'm from the science team. Hmm. So, like, uh, I don't know, the government obviously, uh, like, thought about all of the schemes, like, all together. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing about science team is that class 11th is difficult than class 12th. Hmm. Because, you know, there's like a quantum jump from uh, class 10th after the, after the 10th board mm-hmm. for science team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, you know, like, generally, whichever school you take, you'll observe that the average for the science team is way below hmm. than the averages for commerce and humanities in the 11th grade. Okay. So uh, the problem is that if they consider 11th marks, so that will actually like uh, take a toll on our, uh, you know, like 12th vote percentage. But that's going to drain, like, it would affect very much the 
second one decreased you know the overall our percentage Samir Anwar from Tagore International School on the other hand raises a very different concern he believes that because of the existing digital divide in education it's possible that students who come from a lesser privileged demography will be more impacted by this marking scheme than the others since it's likely that the lack of means impacted their education and in turn their performances as well in class 12 internal examinations the uh, result committee whatever they have formed it is entirely dependent on them how they decide the internal results will be calculated on what exam they will calculate but the point is no matter what even if they take whatever internal exam that they take it is a, almost a guarantee that kids who are in private institutions in urban areas are going to be better off purely because they had access to online resources and therefore were able to perform better in those online exams as compared to these socially and economically underprivileged students who did not have access to those resources and therefore were not able to perform as well but what do school authorities and teachers have to say about this evaluation scheme lakshmi kumar the founder director of pune's orchid school says that more than criticizing decisions it's time to take decisive actions keeping in mind the future of students and their higher education but what does concern her she says is how the system will work at a pan india level for students who haven't had the access to learning um frankly you know uh, more than criticizing it mm. because right now uh, it's a decision making time yeah uh, there is uh, no best decision that is going to Uh, be equal and if we had conducted the 12th board examination hmm. so in that sense you know it's easy and it's simple and they have given a rationale in the notice for why they have arrived at these formula of 13 30 and 40 hmm. and uh, to an extent that one can understand uh, you know uh, the process is simplified hmm. and that they have put in a moderation so you know so there is there is a stakeholder point of view hmm. Hmm. uh from the teachers and school system point of view hmm. uh i'm not even sure how uh, you know looking at pan india level grade 11 hmm. and current grade year 12 you know children have not had access to learning hmm. and little on access to a meaningful assessment hmm. so you know it's a very kind of a patchy kind of a, a system and we are putting in let's take current 12th grade you know mm-hmm. when students have not had access to learning mm-hmm. uh, to even to have rely on any internal assessments or schools may not have done internal assessment mm-hmm. like in maharashtra many schools had to abruptly stop halfway through the practical exam mm-hmm. and uh, we are now going practical online mm-hmm. in that sense if these scores are not going to be uh, comparable for any kind of benchmark hmm. we have to take the outcome for what it uh, matters in terms of the covid context hmm. and uh, finish it off our whole focus has to be on higher education admission hmm. which many universities have figured out hmm. they must not use these scores for uh any kind of benchmarking of school quality or student achievement hmm. or you know state profiling or cbse flaunting this as a great score year 
But looking at it from the student's perspective, Ms. Kumar agrees that including class 11 marks can be disadvantageous for students. Firstly, because class 11 was a watershed moment for the current batch of class 12 students across the country because that's when the classes shifted to the online mode. And secondly, she also says that students tend to give more importance to class 12 exams than class 11 exams because it's the class 12 marks that determines the college education. So including class 11 scores might negatively impact their overall scores, she says. From the student's point of view, I think, uh, you know, it will be uh, fair because, you know, typical attitude is to put a greater focus on 12th board exam for students right. because it's rather a career-defining uh, choice and a roadmap. Right. And also, you know, 12th, we assume that we believe that students have made a choice based on their interest and competencies. Hmm. Unlike in the same where they have to study, take, you know, a, a subject that probably they have not even had any inclination. Hmm. So, you know, in that sense, there could be a disadvantage of this uh, slightly lower score in 10th and uh, 11th has been a watershed year for them hmm. because it's been online hmm. and so is 12th. So in that sense, from a student's point of view, hmm. it is a, a disadvantage. Nikita Lamba, who teaches political science to class 12 students at Modern Public School, says that this marking scheme is definitely better than what was decided for class 10 students. And like Ms. Komar, she agrees that students do exhibit a laid-back attitude in class 11, but she believes that tends to happen because class 11 is a transition period for students where they suddenly branch into specific streams. And they also come into class 11 after putting in a lot of hard work for class 10 boards. That's why Ms. Lamba finds including class 11 marks to be unfair the students? Uh, first impression was that it's slightly better than what we had in class 10th. I felt class 10th criteria was a little, it was actually more unfair than this one. But one point of concern is class 11th result being included. Uh, honestly, we all know class 11th is that class uh, of transition, a class of transition when students suddenly, suddenly take up commerce, they take up art subjects, things that, that they have never studied before. So that year, the score is usually less. But when we include that, then we are actually being a little unfair to the students there. Secondly, class 11th, students have just got over with their 10th boards, a lot of hard work. They take a kind of laid-back attitude in 11th and start working again in 12th. There's a huge change in all the students in class 12th. So that change that uh, is supposed to be there will be missing in this criteria because that 30% criteria of including class 11 will actually reduce the score uh, to a great extent for many. But moving on, what happens if a student can't pass a particular subject or perhaps is unhappy with their marks? The board has suggested some options for those scenarios as well. For students who haven't been able to pass one single subject, they will be able to write a compartment examination after the results are declared to be able to improve their marks. For students who fall short in more than one subject will have to repeat the class and those who are not satisfied with the assessment will be given the option to sit for written examination but, quote-unquote, when conditions are conducive for holding exams. But the option to appear for written exams when the time is right is it a feasible one, especially since the pandemic is far from over? Mehak says that she was considering that option, but looking at the uncertain situation, she's unlikely to go for it. She also says that students like her who are applying abroad don't have the option to wait and appear for written exams. 
I mean, I was I was considering this option when uh, initially they uh, you know put out the circular that uh, they'll give a chance to those who are not satisfied. But then after speaking with my teachers and uh, you know after speaking with students from last year's uh, batch as well, hmm. uh, last year also some exams could not take place, and it's just very unpredictable to say that they'll take it later. by not specifying a month or a date or something hmm. so right now students spe- specifically students who are going abroad for their undergraduate studies hmm. they don't really have an option they can't choose the you know giving exams later option because hmm. they have to submit their uh, final scores before august hmm. so and for other for other students as well i believe nobody will be counting on this second option even though it is you know uh, offered to us hmm. because it's just very unpredictable and you can't say whether for sure these exams will happen shreyas too raises similar concerns he says that those who are appearing for engineering or medical exams won't have enough time to prepare for written exams even if they do decide to take it so the 10th exams were cancelled way back in uh, may hmm. or, or what month like they were uh, you know they were cancelled way before and Hmm. Uh, after so many months, they still not uh, there uh, is not any tentative date. Ki hmm. when will it happen? Hmm. So it will be actually very late. And you know the science students have their JEE and NEET exams. So I have NEET. Hmm. So what do I prepare for now? If I have to give that, hmm. August may uh, I will have my NEET. And you know maybe like one month later because the form has not been released yet. Hmm. So how long will I will I wait? Because obviously this is not happening before August or September. Hmm. I'm pretty sure about that. Hmm. And after that, if I wait for my board, then I'll miss out miss out on a whole uh, medical academic year. Of course, there are still lots of questions and worries about how this evaluation method is going to impact college admission processes this year for the outgoing batch of Class 12 students. So do check out the Quint website for more stories on this. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, Geo Seven, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn dot com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts. 